0: If you're a regular runner you may well have watched the running channel on youtube at some point point. Um, and today we interviewed anna harding who has recently discovered canny cross she's not been canny crossing very long and um, so it's lovely to talk to her it
1: is really about starting a sport that she soon realized is very accessible to all I know it was really nice and actually it was it was really interesting to hear because she's a you know she's done some amazing crazy challenges ultras and things like that and just her anxiety of starting canny crossing with her dog you know and about what it was all about and wanting to do it right for her dog so it's a great episode um I hope you enjoy it and um yeah have a listen Welcome to this week's candy Cross Conversations and today we have Anna Harding with us who is a journalist, a runner and a brand new Canicrosser. So welcome Anna, we're excited to have you on with us. Please do tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: Thank you, Louise. Uh, yeah, I'm so excited to be on this. Um, I mean, I am a brand new canny crosser. So uh yeah, for all of your listeners who are well versed in it all, I'm not sure I'll be able to shed any expertise. But um yeah, I basically I um I have a background in radio journalism. I then went on to uh, start up a YouTube channel called The Running Channel, which some of your listeners may be familiar with. Yep. Uh, so I headed that up for a few years. And then um, in the last sort of 18 months or so, I went freelance. So still doing my journalism, writing for Women's Running Magazine, still running loads. Uh, and recently, yeah, got into running with
1: my dog, Ralph. Who is gorgeous and he's here with us as well, isn't
2: he? <laughs> he is. He wants to get involved. He thought that I said that we were doing a podcast with him, so he, he thought that he would be able to to come on as well. But I've I've told him no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Ralph then. How old is he, and how long have you had
2: him? So Ralph turned two in February. Um, I've had him since he was a, a puppy. So he came home to me in April 2021. Um, a friend of mine, her sister, had a litter of spaniels, and uh, my mum had got a Labrador called Hugo um, just before lockdown. And um, I was sort of bubbled in their household during those dark COVID times and allowed out. And having Hugo around was just brilliant um it was so great to have it was the first dog that we'd had in our household, and I am such a dog person I love dogs we just (laughs) never had the lifestyle that really would suit having a dog at home so I always said I wouldn't get a dog until it was fair on them um and so with Hugo um yeah I just fell in love with him and and when it got to the point where I was able to get my own house with a garden and I'd gone freelance so I had a bit more time uh the time was right to get Ralphie um and he came home with me so yeah Mm -hmm. for just nearly two years he's been with me
1: (laughs) it's he's gorgeous and it is it is very true though you do need to have the time to do it didn't I mean I I didn't have a dog until we had a child because I was at home you know more and I think and I think lockdown sort of has caused some issues with that as well which is a which is a real shame
2: definitely like with the world going back to normal people I guess not realizing or kind of hoping that they could have a bit of a more flexible lifestyle afterwards and then having to go back into the office um you know can cause problems with sorry that's Ralph throwing his bone <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh just get the loudest thing
1: possible I didn't um, hear it so you're all right oh good um
2: so yeah it's um it's hard I think for people who've had to readjust their their, their schedules yeah. with dogs but I've actually found because I I run a lot running's been my thing for, for a few years now um that actually trying to find the time to walk Ralph and get all my runs in was really tricky and so being able to start running with him when he turned one meant that he gets his exercise
1: when I get mine um <laughs> so that's really helped. And how did you find out about Canicross? Because we've all got our stories about how we sort of came to Canicross. So, I mean, mine's through Michelle, funnily enough. But But how how did you find out? Because actually, I know it's grown a lot recently or maybe because we're in that world. But how how did you find out about it?
2: So I think I first found out about it when, um, now you'll know better than me, but there was a guy who ran park run in the fastest ever time that park run had been run but with a dog back in the days when you're allowed waist harnesses at park run yeah. um and being in sort of running journalism and news and stuff I sort of came across that story and I was like wow that's so cool and I didn't have a dog at that point um and and also just being at park run and seeing people running with their dogs on the waist belts I was yeah. like oh that'd be great so then when I got Ralph it was always something that I wanted to do with him when he was old enough to do it um, and then trying to navigate all of the sort of equipment that you can get and looking at stuff online and you know like hovering over it and almost pressing put it in your basket and then being like <laughs> is this the right thing I don't know what I need uh, so I actually had some help from the the guys at DogFit at DogFit UK Um, I went and recorded a video with them for the running channel to help other people who were in that situation as well who were like I want to run with my dog. I really, don't know how to get started. And um, and and that. Then we sort of went from there.
0: Yeah. So, what kit did you decide on then for Ralph in the end? So I
2: went for the sort of beginner starter pack that cover, that DogFit yeah. um, UK do. Um, so just a really sort of I guess basic um, harness short line um and then the waist belt for me and it's it's that's what we've used um for the last uh, nearly a year I suppose um and yeah it it actually was a lot more simple than I thought it was going to
1: be <laughs> it is isn't it but it's about yeah. getting the right right thing for the dog and I think those the starter kits and the short harnesses which is what you've got um is they're very good to start off with but it but it is interesting as you get into it and I'm sure you are realising it's quite addictive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, that it, it then you sort of find out more about kit, and you talk to people more, and you know, and then you suddenly find out what's really quite good for your dog. If you're doing a lot of lot of running with 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 Ralph, which um, yeah. I'm sure you are. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you find your first Canning cross run? So was that your first one? Was that with um, a dog fit?
2: It was, it was with DogFit, it was with Gail and Janetta and we were in a lovely forest down in Surrey Um, and I don't know what I expected but I guess the feeling of it was just pure, like, joy and Mm. just, you know, Ralph really got the... I mean, he took to it straight away. He's a Sprocker Spaniel, I don't think I mentioned that but um, so he is, like born to run he just goes and he took to dragging me around I suppose (laughs) like a duck to water um you know he's he the first run was just you know just cemented my opinion that that this was what I you know really wanted to do um
1: and yeah I was just so happy and did you? how did you find it? Because obviously you do a lot of running, but how did you find it different from normal running, apart from being probably a bit faster?
2: Yeah, so I wish my legs could go as fast as Ralph would like them to. Sorry um and I guess the main difference is um being pulled along by Ralph means that actually I did I find it quite easy not quite easy well I find I do find it a lot easier to run with Ralph attached to me so I um I went out and did a run with a friend of mine who's training for the London Marathon we went to Bradgate Park in Leicester and we were running off road on all the trails and stuff and I had Ralph attached to me and um I'd say Becky and I are probably a similar pace when we're doing long runs but because I had Ralph attached to me I had to really sort of rein it in so not to leave her behind um there's some great hills at Bradgate Park as well and having
1: Ralph pull me up those is perfect (laughs) and does he get does he get um sort of the 5k have you been doing 5k so you've been doing longer with him
2: so Ralph's distance PB now is 10 miles. So Ooh, wow. him up. yeah, so um, I built him up though. So the first few times we went out, we did like one, two miles um, and built up to that 5k. Um, and then I've been, um, we've entered, I think we've done three events now. They're six hour, like, looped events and the the loops are just over 5k each and you can do as many or as little loops as you like and so we'd already done a 5k so at the first one of those events um, Ralph and I did two of those loops so we did just over six miles Um, and then yeah the start of this year we did uh, three loops so it was just under just under 10 um and then at the weekend coming we're going to the brecon beacons with a friend of mine and her dog and we're doing 15 miles (laughs) wow so
1: yeah and he he's 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 coped all right that because we were talking um on last week's podcast about um someone does is aiming to do a marathon with her dog
0: mm
1: -hmm, so So we, I tend to race 5K, so I don't tend to do that much more with Pickle. But have you had to think about fueling for the dog now?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah absolutely because you know the same way that we need to take on energy when we're running then of course dogs are going to as well so at the moment when we've done up to sort of 10 miles on those days um Ralph will have an extra meal so I give him um pasta and sardines um (laughs) that's his little extra meal just get Ralph I know he loves he loves running days funny that Um, (laughs) And then sort of on the run, um, you know, just ex, just taking out extra treats and um, sort of high high calorie stuff. So like peanut butter based things. Um, and I, I kind of treat him in the same way as I would me. So, you know, always making sure that I've got water for him, whether it's a, a hot day or not. You know, you're still going to need to take on extra extra fluids most of the places that we go and run have water sources so they have streams and free-flowing water that he can drink from anyway yeah um but yeah definitely there is that um that conscious sort of thing in the back of your head of like has ralph had enough to eat like is he going to be fueled enough for this run um he's on sort of he's on skinner's active dog food anyway because he did doesn't stop moving <laughs> <laughs> anyway so yeah
1: <laughs> high calorie <laughs> no that that's um so has he been quite easy to train or with the canny cross yes all the commands like the directions and
2: Yes and no. So we're still working on our commands. He understands left and right. And I just use the words left and right. I don't use the traditional Canicross terms for it because mostly because I forget them anyway. So it's easier for me just to remember left and right. Um, And he's actually very good um, with those looped events. Uh, Sometimes there are sort of out and back bits where you've got runners coming. If you're heading out on the left of the the path the runners are coming back on the right and so he's actually very good at left 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 keep left um when those when those other runners are coming back um only once has he almost wrapped me around a tree but um not him for that <laughs> before being there that's good going you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and touch wood i haven't fallen over with him attached to me yet either
1: <laughs> there's, there's always a chance. I was uh, along the canal this morning and uh, the ducks make. I do a lot of interval training when when I go along the canal.
2: Yeah. So
1: go this bit faster when we see the ducks and herons <laughs> this morning. So it's all quite good.
2: Oh, yeah. We we do squirrel lack in my local woods. One for sort of the squirrel and then we'll just have a rest and then we'll see another one and then have a rest. <laughs> oh,
0: That's brilliant. Yeah. I could recommend the pheasants for that too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Don't talk to me about them. But anyway. <laughs> so Anna <laughs> you are known for your crazy challenges I'm saying crazy because I wouldn't do them <laughs> so you did one tell us a little bit about it. you did uh, the latest one I, I hope I've got this right you did from London to back to home didn't you I did wow my home was here. that so, so um
2: yeah I mean the fact that um Louise you just <laughs> mentioned running along the canal does give me like slight anxiety flashbacks because. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so I ran 115 miles from wow. London to Rugby along the canal. um It wow. was the 31st of October last year into the 1st of November, and on the the first day that, so on the Monday on the 31st, the weather was great. Was blue skies, some sunshine, a little bit of a chill in the air, but it was fine um overnight so when I sort of got to about Milton Keynes just before Milton Keynes the heavens opened um and it just chucked it down and then it continued to just rain until I finished at sort of six o'clock the following evening so um wow Yeah I had about nearly I had about 20 hours of just constant rain Um, so that was really challenging the the weather conditions were really challenging the fact that I'd sort of trained up to that distance and you know my my weekly long runs were like 25-30 miles which was ridiculous you know I was coming back from my runs and my other half was like you've literally run a marathon today. You've done something that I would never do in my life. Yeah, I'm with her yeah. <laughs> And that was just training. Are you okay then? Um so yeah so it was an incredible experience. It was there was a, a purpose and a reason to it. It was um we called it running home for Christmas. We filmed it for the running channel And it was to raise money for Shelter, the homeless charity. Um, So basically running home for people who don't have a home to run to. Um, And we were sponsored by Mizuno, um, who kindly donated £10,000 to uh, to Shelter um, once I'd completed that challenge. So, yeah, it feels like it was at least worthwhile.
1: (laughs) So did Ralph do any of the training with you?
2: He did so some of my shorter runs um you know sort of running in well yeah I suppose like September a lot of my training was through the summer last year um but through sort of September the shorter ones that I would do um or I'd go and take him out for like three or four miles in the morning and then do six or seven myself in the evening so it was nice to be able to break that up um and look forward to a run because I think when you're training for that sort of distance you do sort of get run fatigue a little bit you are just like going out and slogging away and there's no like fun runs in it it's not like oh we've got an interval session today or oh you've got you know something that's just a little bit different they're all just long and slow (laughs) so (laughs) it was nice to have Ralph as a companion for, for some of them just to break up the monotony a bit
0: Oh, that's lovely. So, I mean, is your plan to train Ralph up to do some longer distance runs with you then? I mean, you said you're doing 15 miles. Yeah. What's next?
2: Well, I mean, look, I I definitely want to keep Ralph's sort of fitness and and distance up. Um, There are some races that could lend themselves, I think, to running with him it's not sort of marathons and ultras with dogs isn't actually something that I've really looked into um and this one isn't there there's one coming uh, up I can't, can't remember what it's called don't don't tell me because I'll get signed up
1: <laughs> <laughs> not another one Ah, there is there is the first canny cross ultra and someone will be shouting at the 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 podcast um saying it's this one and I really can't remember what it is oh
0: well we'll find out we'll pop it in the show notes yeah
2: perfect perfect. um but yeah I think I I would love to do something like a marathon with with Ralph I as a new uh, like as a new canny crosser um I would say that I have quite high levels of concern for Ralph's welfare, because he can't tell me when he's had enough. He can't tell me how he's feeling. I don't want him to get injured. I don't want him to be hurt or upset or, you know, hate it. So, you know, even when we did the 10 mile lap event, like I don't run for time with Ralph. Um, We don't race it. At the moment, um and I don't will how much we will in the future. time's never really been like a, a a motivator for me. it well, it was back at the start when I first started running, but actually now when I do events, I run them to complete them rather than to compete in them. so my my whole mantra is complete not compete. And I think you know even when we did the lap event when Ralph did just under ten miles you know there's an aid station at the end of each lap and so we were spending time there you know I was making sure that he was drinking enough giving him snacks like giving him strokes and stuff and making sure that he was okay and just giving him a bit of a rest before then going again yeah so I think the more I do with Ralph the more I'll be able to read his cues and to take you know notes from him as to how he's doing and stuff but I do feel like I don't want to push him just because I'm the crazy ultra marathon runner I'm quite happy doing that on my own and we can do our own thing separate to that
1: it's um we had a um we've done a podcast with Sophie Sparrow I can't remember what num- number it is um and she's a veterinary nurse physio oh, and it was really interesting actually because I've had injuries with pickle um and, and interestingly and listeners have heard me tell the story before but I walk in the southwest coast path with her uh, in stages, not all in one go. And I started off using a, a short harness with her. At the end of the second day, she couldn't actually sit down because it was pulling from the middle of her back and she had a slight injury that I didn't realise. Anyway, that's all sorted now. And I use a long harness to canny track her as well as as run her. But what, what Sophie was saying, and I think I've got this right, Michelle, was that you, because you're behind your dog all the time when you're canny cross, you know, Uh, you will notice differences in their gait and in their you know their running when they're doing it so and they tend was it a really small percentage of canny cross dogs get injured yeah I said that the right way around yeah
0: yeah Sophie was saying that actually she sees fewer injuries in dogs who canny cross than she does in Mm -hmm. dogs who are just left to like free run or do other sports yeah Yeah. Um, just because it is so controlled and we do notice those things we are hyper aware aren't we
2: so, yeah. uh, and just always just
0: like, are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> I'm constantly
2: saying yeah. that to Poppy. She'll look
0: up at me. Yeah. And, are you all right, Poppy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always go Ralph, and he'll look round, and I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, come on.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I think, and I think they're they're a lot stronger. as long as you've got them harness fit, I think you know, which is obviously what you've done, the right thing. I think they're you know they, they get used to. it. I mean, Pickle was you know out on it and, and loving it, and I know you go out most days with. with um, poppy don't you uh michelle
0: yeah we've certainly been out every day this week um yeah have a listen to that episode though anna because it talks about strength training for your dog and Yay. yeah it's such a useful thing to know i wish i'd have known this years ago when we first started
1: <laughs> there is yep. so much you can do with your dog that you you didn't realize what about so you said um before we started recording you said you'd done some races so <laughs> how, how's that experience been
2: yeah, so we've done, so the races that we've done, they're local to me. Um, they're based mostly in sort of Warwickshire, Northamptonshire way, um called uh, Big Bear Events. And um, what I quite like about them is that they're for runners and canny crossers. Um, and so you have a mixture of, of both. Um, and Ralph, in a race situation, I would say is much more... I was gonna say up for it I, that's not quite the right word but um if we just go out for a little plod then you know he'll go off and have a little sniff at the side and he, he gets distracted quite easily he's mm-hmm. a bit like his human um <laughs> but when we were out doing sort of this in this race environment he's always looking at the person ahead and he's always sort of following and chasing after them and there's much less sniffing and and stopping um and yeah he just really sort of wants to go for it which is lovely um and also he got um he got like a little finishes medal thing oh, that clips onto oh, his um, <laughs> collar which is so cute because I said to him I said oh I'm really sorry Ralphie but I'm not getting a medal because they they offer the teas not trees option yeah trees, yeah not trees not teas yeah um so rather than getting a medal, uh, you get to plant your tree. And so I said to him, "I'm sorry, Ralphie, but we're not going to get a medal because Mummy's planted a tree." <laughs> and then they, but they handed me
0: a little canny cross medal for him. They said, "Oh, well, he still gets
1: one." <laughs> I, actually, I have to say, Pickle got her first uh, medal this this weekend because we did an uh, endorphin sport uh, race and um which was great it's the first time I've done so you've probably done a mass start which I've never done before so we did our first two dog start this weekend which was quite interesting but one that when if you do um a canicross race 10 most of them they're just solely canicross which I think by the sounds of it he would absolutely love you go yeah. off in 20 second intervals nice. so you've got someone to chase um, which is always interesting. Um, and and they are, the dogs get so up for it. I'm, I've noticed Pickle just, she knows exactly what's going to happen. And, you know, she's she's hyped up and ready to go. And it's never a slow start, which is what you want. Um, so, yeah, I think I was, again, talking to you beforehand. And I think you need to come and try one of the next season, the County Cross Midlands one. And they do. What's really good uh, is they do novice uh, races so if your dog's not used to it so much no but that's quite a nice thing for the dog to to get used to isn't it so yeah
2: Yeah. nice yeah definitely need to get involved in yeah the canny cross side of things I think yeah up until now it's I've just sort of uh, I don't know like bumbled along a little bit and just you know taking him out here and there and signed up to races that I feel comfortable with because I know the race organizer and I know the locations and things and I suppose it's the same when you first start running as well you know you do have that sort of nervousness of of new places and new events and stuff and turning mm-hmm. up and the new person being like oh you know what's it going to be like and what are the people going to be like and I don't know what I'm doing but um <laughs> yeah I, I think um what's really nice is the crossover between sort of the County cross community and the running community and how you know yes they are both communities but you know they're not exclusive there's a lot of crossover, um so yeah
1: and I think a lot of people a lot of I I know a lot of runners now that have got dogs and Mm. are just loving doing the canny cross I suppose you've achieved everything you want to achieve running and it's just as you're getting a bit older the help's always quite nice isn't it with the dog (laughs) definitely
2: definitely (laughs) especially on those hills
1: (laughs) Yeah, although Pickle tends to slow down on the hills. I'm obviously not training all right. right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: What's next for you and Ralph this year then? What What's got? next
2: for me and Ralph? So, I mean, I know that, um, well, at the moment, the weather's been horrible, but great for still being able to go out and run. Because I think this time, a couple of years ago, it was boiling hot in March. So, yeah, I think, you know, we haven't got any races um, for for spring to do um and then i basically so my next challenge is i'm um running 100 kilometers in the lake district at the end of september so um obviously over the sort of summer months and when it's too hot to run ralph um he won't be coming out and doing that training with me but um we have a few weekends planned in sort of the peak district and wales the lake district just getting all the hills in um and he'll come with me on those um and keep keep running running hills and things um and then yeah i think once once that's out of the way once that big one's out of the way um i'll look to be doing some
1: proper canny cross races well it, it's, perf- it's perfect timing because the season starts in september october so uh yeah you've got your long run out and then you'll just want some short ones <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: yeah.
0: So 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 all we'll- that endurance training will pay off won't it for the short yeah. races yeah get me
2: back out there that actually that was a good thing about the the long uh canal run that i did um was that i'd booked in for us to do our first canny cross race that that lapped event that was only about a week or two after I'd finished Uh, I had no idea what state I was going to be in but I knew that if I just attached him to me and I could at least (laughs) drag myself around one loop um so it was nice to have that as something to look forward to to be recovered and be ready to go out and and run with him so yeah I'll do that I'll do the same this year I think
1: and and I think that's the good thing about a dog it gets you out running doesn't it whatever the weather so we've been out some horrid stuff as you say lately, but we've yeah, been out. So um uh, it's I do never regret a run, and you never regret a canicross run. No, definitely not. So Michelle, have you got anything else that you want to ask Anna? No, just
0: please tell our listeners where they can find you if they'd like to follow your adventures.
2: Yeah, so uh on Instagram, I am Anna the Runner um and also um on youtube the running channel um has a few videos not very many canny cross ones just the two <laughs> that i made um so that is where you can find us and then uh, ralph actually has his own instagram of course he does Of oh, <laughs> um and ralph, ralph is sprocker spaniel ralph Oh, we're going to follow him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is far more interesting than
1: mine. <laughs> it's funny that dog people, yeah, they kind of like those, don't they? <laughs>
2: yeah, when I got Ralph, I thought... Oh I just put loads of Ralph stuff on my Instagram but my Instagram handle being Anna the runner I was like I don't want to spam everyone with dog content so I thought well I'll just set up his own and then I can just put it all on there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well I'm sure you'll get a lot of new followers after you've uh, (laughs) you've, uh, to see his journey basically his cross journey and I was going to say earlier that you you know you say you don't worry about times but when you get into the cross racing, which is quite addictive, and I'm still trying to get Michelle to do it. Um, <laughs> it does get really addictive. And um, yeah, it's uh, just 5k. And you're thinking, right, I need to try and uh, see what we can do. So yeah. I'm, no, I'm not the fun. only one.
2: Well, it's nice because I can have separate candy cross times to running times so I suppose we've got a blank slate I I think my main problem is that I've got a 5k personal best running that I don't think I'll ever beat now um so there's no point in me competing anymore but I've got no canny cross 5k time so I can just start again
1: yeah exactly exactly well thank you Anna so much for your time and for joining us on candy cross conversations we really appreciate it and we hope that you will enjoy this episode
0: Thank you to our sponsor, Get Stronger, Run Faster 5K. It's great for cannycrossers and runners to improve their 5K time and keep up with the dogs. if you get a moment please leave us a review we'll see you next time on canny cross conversations